<laughs> okay, one more time. All right. I'm April White. And I'm Christopher Tompkins. And you're on the line with the Hype Buster. Welcome. Ready for some real talk on strategic communications? You're in the right place. <laughs> All right. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah I mean, it's some that is some real non-energy energy how you doing everyone hey welcome to hype busters that was april welcoming you to the show and this is chris telling you what april just did i mean we're off to a, a rip roaring start here yeah i think we are i like that, <laughs> I like that. how's your week yeah it's um it's just starting um which is which is interesting it's good it's good. Um, we have a lot. We've we've been growing, so we have lots of new clients. We have lots of new staff, so it's juggling all of that stuff, which is okay. Um, but I'm really excited. Completely different track than work and professional. I got two beds that we're going to, that we're going to have outside that are kind of that are lifted, and they are we're going to do um, herbs in one and vegetables in the other. Oh, so, flower um, beds. I was like, you yeah, they're like two lifted, beds they're out, like, lift two lifted beds outside. Like what's happening? Yeah. Well, for the sex parties, but the, but no, for <laughs> the, like there's, there's two planting troughs, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, and we have one right now, but it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's had its day. So I'm really excited. My mom was showing me how she made this tomato plant grow like crazy because anything that takes heat and sun grows like weeds here and I tomatoes are, and tomatoes are one of them. So I'm really excited. I'm going to get that all set up and we're getting rid of our grill and we're going to put um, our vegetable garden where our grill was. So I'm excited about that too, because I don't like grilling. Is this uh, like a, pl- is this a plant living plant diet focused move or you just don't like to grill outside because it's already too hot in Florida? I don't like, I, I, it's too hot already um, for okay. grilling and Bill and I <laughs> talked about it and it's just like, we don't like working the grill. And, and also we yeah. don't have like tons of like barbecue parties. We're more like making in the formal, we're like sitting down in the formal dining room rather than like um, sitting outside with a paper plate and like a spork with a hot dog. Like, I mean, we're, we're, we're more um, China than sporkage. I see. Uh, I see. So anyway, <laughs> exactly. We're, okay. Everybody, I got your coffee. We're going to sit in the formal dining room and have it. I mean, like <laughs> I'm not, I'm not that bad, but, yeah, um, yeah. but if I'm cooking, you're sitting at a table. Okay. Yeah. Unless it's kind of like hungover, kind of the morning after fun kind of thing, then we can do it. And what are you going to put in the plant beds? I think I'm going to grow peppers and tomatoes um, in one and possibly maybe mushrooms. And then we're going to do basil, oregano, chives, like all of the rest in the other one. I love it. Because I love um, making, um, I like the basil grows like crazy and i make my own pesto so i make pesto and then i can i pass it around to like the neighbors and so it's fun nice that's awesome i love it yeah so i'm looking forward to getting back into that and also like it's just nice to be when you're outside and like the breeze blows and you can smell it it's just yeah so i'm looking forward to that it's like the florida version of being a prepper yes Mm -hmm. exactly (laughs) so um when end of times come i will have all of my seasonings intact (laughs) so (laughs) i can make almost a caprese salad but that's it minus the cheese minus the cheese yeah that's kind of the central part but 
it is it's kind of like the it's like the main feature for many many a person but that's what i'm excited about um this week we're gonna, we're gonna be doing that over the next few days so i'm i'm excited to get my hands in soil it's been so long because everything nice. here, everything here is sand if you dig anything like in my backyard my front yard it's like you hit sand so quickly it's like it's not even worth it yeah nice so yes yeah, so that's my fertile life what is <laughs> how's it been since the last time we recorded this barnstormer of a show that everyone is raving about even uh even ad age has a write-up about it but you can't read it because you're not a subscriber I've been on some fun adventures, so I actually managed to take weekends off for the first time since the end of January. Oh, what a um, lazy son of a <laughs> I know, right? I couldn't believe it. I actually did the math. I was like, why am I so burned out? I was like, oh, because I haven't taken one day off in crazy? five, four months. It's crazy. It's crazy. What am I doing to myself? So, so it took some time off. Um, we ended up uh, breaking into the north rim of the Grand Canyon, which isn't officially open yet, by taking some back roads that were not, it wasn't illegal or anything. It's just that the main drag and the main gate are not open. So we, <laughs> because, because we're doing this overlanding thing now, we, we took all these back roads to, uh, you know, the north rim and camped out there. We're literally on the north rim of the Grand Canyon. Wow. You wake up and it's like, ah. That's crazy. Amazing. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow crazy and then uh and then i've been learning how to do some of the overlanding driving with my four-wheel drive so that's uh that's interesting yeah i mean talk about like putting your back out <laughs> it's not really like that it seems like it would be really it's not like um i think you're thinking of people that get on those four-wheelers or dirt bikes or things like that where you're like ripping around crazy terrain it's not like that because you're using your actual nice vehicle mm -hmm. that just has four-wheel drive or all-wheel drive capabilities and making sure that you can still drive at home so you it's all very like calculated and careful and kind of slow it's just that you're slowly driving through the wilderness wow that sounds like yeah. torture <laughs> <laughs> no because i know the terrain and it's like it's like so so the game of it is to like okay oh there's a hole over there how shall we maneuver this hole and is that part of it like is it it's kind like of that like, and rocks yeah hmm, what shall we do here let's think, right. is it like that kind of thing like you're trying to like figure out how to drive over these holes and rocks some of it yeah okay that sounds and then it's also like downshifting to be careful with your car when you don't want to burn out the brakes and things like that if you're doing up and down windy stuff oh wow wow yeah you so you would bed. you would love my life just kidding you would hate it i i would probably be in a constant state of my pants on those <laughs> not because i'd be scared just because my my bowels would be jostled so violently and then slowly it's um, not like that it really isn't it's, it's, it's not food. It's not like that, but, um, yeah, it's cool. Cause it's kind of like, you can cover a lot more ground than if you were hiking. So mm -hmm. it's sort of like hiking and crack. Cause you can see all kinds of different terrain that you wouldn't have the speed for if you were just walking in the woods, you know? Very cool. Yeah. Well, um, now that you, every one of our listeners has, um, they're Googling overlanding right now. Yeah, or they're seeing like, I wonder if that Neil Patel podcast has a new episode. But you know what? I'm, but, but you know what, folks? 
This is why you come here. This is why you gave us those five-star ratings. I really want to say that I appreciate the reviews, mom. Thanks for writing that. Um, and <laughs> you know, uh, you, I love our loyal listeners. Uh, so what did you come here for? You came here for, for some like hardcore hype busting action. And, um, we have quite a bit of hype busting action today. The first one, let's get into our breaking news. How about that? Yep. Let's do it. Let's bust do it. Hype. Oh my God. Are you excited? Is that what you said? I said, let's bust some hype. Let's bust some hype. <laughs> okay. Excellent. So, uh, we're going to talk about the social media site, Be Real. April, do you want to kind of just um, talk through this one a little bit? Yeah. So basically there's, are you laughing at me already? Oh, I thought you were. No, 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 no. Right. I have allergies. It's pollen. I was like, I didn't I'm even start and you're laughing at me because you're underlanding. No, I'm underlanding. I'm underlanding. I'm, I'm, like, I'm level landing. Is that an overlanding? I'm um, mezzanine landing. <laughs> So basically, there's a new social media platform called Be Real. Mm. And the whole sort of ethos of it is that you want to be more authentic, true to yourself. They don't allow filters. Everything's supposed to be very in the moment where you actually are in your real life rather than trying to position yourself as something fabulous that real life isn't. And so they have this feature where they you have to capture within a two-minute notification what you're doing in that moment. So unless you're somebody that's just a constant influencer ready make with makeup and hair and a perfect location at all times, mm -hmm. the idea is that you have to show what you're actually doing in those two minutes in real time, or you don't, I guess you don't get to post, right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of interesting. I, I cannot imagine a universe <clears throat> in which I would have time for that. Mm -hmm. Like, or it, those two minutes would be something where I actually could do that. but. I mean, I would say A for concept, maybe like a C or D for what I actually want to do this, maybe an F, <laughs> like somewhere between an F and a C. But I like, I mean, I like the commitment to things being less fake mm -hmm. on social. I think that's cool. Yes. What I think is really um, smart about this, I agree with you. Um, what I find really interesting about this is that this this whole app functions on you turning on your notifications to wait for the notification. And I think that that is really powerful because notifications are what get um, users to come back and to utilize a tool like this. So I think that that's really intelligent that they did that because that's the main, um, obviously, be real, be authentic, be yourself, no bullshit, like whatever, off. Like, yeah, but yeah. I, think, I think the thing is that, and I'm not saying that none of those things aren't, great but that's like saying lose weight no effort um so yeah. i i think that what's really smart about this is the anticipation and randomness because actually it says it's not random they've chosen times for you and i think what they've done is they've chose to based off of the information that you put into the account and what they can glean off of it what your friends have yeah. and whatever to make it interesting do i think it's going to be around in uh eight months no, Not but either. I do feel like there's elements of this that could be sucked into another platform. Mm -hmm. Yeah, agreed. Because it's kind of like it's a it's a prompted Snapchat. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's not like because uh, you remember I I don't know if you experienced this when um they're like they're Zoomers I guess you can they'd be considered but they would use um Snapchat when they were young they would take like 
a picture of half of their face in the ceiling. And then that's how they were sharing their pictures. And it was like a picture of the floor that was blurry. And then they would just be doing that all freaking day long. And it's basically the baby version of this concept. It's the same thing. They're just taking random shots that's of what they're doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. I remember and, talking about that. Um, yeah. And then this came along, which is a little, uh, just looking through the website for Be Real. You can look at it. It's BeReal.com, I believe. Mm-hmm. Is it really? No, it's not. They can never get that in a freaking million years. It's B-E-R-E dot A-L. <laughs> Couldn't get that huh. for you guys. Sorry. Weird. But yeah, it's it looks very um, cinematic and very cute and very nice. But again, I think it's a cool feature that is not going to be around uh, much longer. So yeah, agreed. Ca- catch it quick, folks. <laughs> yeah, yes. And also, while you're out there, you know what? Quit baiting engagement, people, because LinkedIn's pissed and it's it's mad as hell and it's not taking it anymore. <laughs> you know what? It's tired of your bullshit engagement baiting posting. Talking to you, Brenda. You know, okay, so so what is the story? LinkedIn is going LinkedIn updates the feed algorithm to downrank engagement baiting posts and polls. So polls. Number one feature on LinkedIn that was brought out a little while ago. What did everybody find out? That if you did a poll, you got tons of engagement and more people saw your stuff than ever before. What did smart people do? Post more polls. What did people complain about? Why is there so many polls in my feed? What did LinkedIn do? (laughs) Change the algorithm. So um, that's what's happening. And there's um, there's lots of posts out there that are kind of like, what do you think? Yes or no? comment like very that are like literally offering nothing and asking a question yeah. these are things that um linkedin's going to be looking at going forward because it's getting record levels of engagement and growth for six quarters in a row so wow. one of the things you need to understand about linkedin everyone that's listening to this this episode or listening to one of our archived episodes right after because you just can't get enough of apes and c um but uh why am i apes in your seat why can't i be a and you be like shit a and shit (laughs) what am i (laughs) if you want more of a and shit (laughs) what is it it's like ah ah it's like sesame street um or (laughs) anyway um but if you're not if you're not if you're not um if you're not with LinkedIn, you're missing out. Like LinkedIn has a lot of really great features, um, B2B, B2C, whatever you want. If you want to build your referral base, you want to do uh, just learn from other people, it's becoming the place to go. Why? Because a lot of people can't do in-person stuff. And some people are have been kind of out of the loop for a while and they found out that I can do the same thing in person mm. on LinkedIn. So why am I not doing it there? And they're just putting those the time that it took like that hour and a half to get to get dressed to drive over to the network event and see all those and have some old pastries. They could just sit at home with their Nespresso and and kind of like have a have a gay old time on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but again, they don't want to junk up the feed because the content that performs really well on LinkedIn is really heavy thought leadership content that's long and well thought out, like almost like mm-hmm. mini essays. And those do so well. Um, mm-hmm. And I find them th- thought-provoking. I find them interesting. I also feel them very self-indulgent as well, but I'm extremely- Yeah, they can be. 
Yeah, I'm very You're judgmental. Ex- extremely what? Judgmental? Is that you said? Judgmental, yeah. Um, because that's my 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 job is just to judge everything. So um, I'm like, it's like I'm like the the internet is my America's Got Talent. You know what I mean? Like, it's like what do you got? I'm judging you. I'm giving you an X. I'm going to give you a gold ticket or whatever the hell they give those bastards. But um, but yeah. So if you're out there using the pull feature, dial it back, homie. You know, it's not going to do you a lot of a lot of good. Yeah. Look to see who thought leaders in your space and what they're doing with their with their posts to kind of you know still get the engagement but sidestep it. Yeah. I think essay long form thought leadership content is where you can find it in its place. Although okay. polls take three seconds to build. Um, so kiss the goodbye suckers. Then we have um, April, one of your favorite stories. Oh my gosh, this, this story. <laughs> you were talking about this. You were like, oh my God, where can I get this plant? So Google is offering a new image search feature that basically you can take a picture of something in your world, whether it's food that you want to find at a restaurant near you or plant care instructions for a plant you have in your house that you don't know how much light or water it needs. And you take a picture and then boop, you get results. I think that's kind of cool. I mean, I don't totally Mm -hmm. understand the picture to find a restaurant. I do understand Okay, somebody posted this like organic sugar-free chocolate made with cacao from Argentina or whatever. And you're like, oh my God, where do I find it? Um, that's a really bad example. It's Laugh. really specific. <laughs> <laughs> but even Google stuff, they're like, we're just saying like, take a picture of like a noodle bowl and I'll tell you where you can get Chinese food. Jesus. <laughs> April's like cacao powder with saffron from a mountaintop flower. <laughs> Jesus, poor Google. It's sweating over there. Chill, dude. That's how my bishop, my brain works. <laughs> <laughs> Just a smooth. And see, that's why people tune in and gave us five star ratings on. Yeah, um, it's all team. me. It's yeah. only because of me. It is. It's yeah. it's the, it's it's how you say cacao that really brings them in. Uh, but what's here? Bridgerton. It's the Bridgerton of it all. You and yeah. your like cheap smut. Yeah. The um. <laughs> but but what what it is is think about it like this imagine you had like a magazine that you were looking through um and in the magazine there was like a weird recipe for like uh like a angel food cake out of the blue uh-huh. and you're like oh that would be perfect for the party that i'm having you take a picture of that from your magazine it would then give you local results before you can buy it like a bakery that's yep. where I think that's where they're taking it. So it's it's things that you're exposed to in your real life. Like for me, mm-hmm. they've all, they've had this for a while with Google, where you can go out and take a picture of a leaf. Because I've done that when I've been out with Olive, because Olive will be sniffing and licking like a plant, and I take a picture of it to see if it was poisonous. Oh, that's smart. So you can do that, and you could do that if you're overlanding as well. You can take a, a picture of a hole to see if you have to maneuver right or left or downshift. But <laughs> <laughs> definitely not how that would work. I know, but I'm saying though, if you're if you if you're looking for um, a dish like that, that's kind of what they're saying. Yeah. Um, and also, like if you were talking before about your um, your that soda um, or whatever drink you're looking for, you could take a picture of a can and see if they have it at your local food um, Whole Foods or yeah, Nature's Food Store or whatever. So I think it's just a, it's a more evolved way. 
mm-hmm. of using the, the search that's been around for a while. I mean, God, freaking Catfish has been using it, the TV show, mm-hmm. for ages. So, like, I, I think that it, there's value to it. Um, do I... Do I know how fast it's going to be utilized instead of typing in Chinese food near me? Because I could say, find a Siri, find Chinese food near me. And it's going to give it to me. Yeah. Rather than finding it. You know, you can also now take pictures of, I I think this is a separate feature, but I just discovered it this weekend. We probably have known about this for four months. Maybe. But you can take a picture of something in another language and it gives you an English translation. Yeah. Actually, I didn't know that. How long has that been around? Um, I don't, I think it was with the last update or the update before. I'm not exactly sure because Dale does that all the time. Um, Because we have, we have some friends that speak different languages and we will do that. Like he'll get them to send something in their language and then he'll take, he'll try to translate it. Yep. Cool. I like it. I'm too busy planting my herbs. So folks, everybody, wasn't that great? Wasn't that a great section? Um, that was the news. Everything that was fit to print. So I think it's time for point counterpoint. What do you think? Do it. Let's yeah, do it. Just... You're just so agreeable. Fight, You're like, yes, fight. ending this joke. I want to fight. I want to fight. Let's go. All right. Point counterpoint. Okay. This is one of, one of your favorite sites. Well, not anymore since they took the porn off, but you, you <laughs> still like it. So um, we have a story here. April, do you want to take this one um, about taking a tumbler? I mean, the way that you set it up. Yeah. How could I not? Yeah. Yeah. From Marketing Brew, why Manscaped is leaning into ads on Tumblr. Watch out, world. Yeah. So basically, on the same day that Elon struck the deal to buy Twitter, Tumblr saw a 19% increase in new user signups relative to their average daily user signups, which is interesting. They're saying hey, by the way, by the way, that's probably like five people signed up. <laughs> this, let's think this 19% is a little relative. Uh, okay. This. Yeah. Yeah. Well, usually people use percentages. I know from PR uh, when you don't want to use numbers because the numbers either don't sound impressive or you just want people to know the actual numbers. But okay. basically it says you can argue that Tumblr is making its return to the zeitgeist for mm. months now. I don't know if that's true, but yeah, so basically direct ad yeah. sales rose 230% over a year in Q4 of last year. So tum- tumbling into Tumblr is uh, is the new thing. So Tyler Wentworth, Manscaped's director of social media, told us via email that Gen Z is a core segment of the brand's most avid fans and followers, they said, adding that they're a significant and growing demographic with the brand's customer base. This is, I mean, I'm kind of finding this whole thing a little bit snoozy, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it's interesting. But I think it's interesting that Tumblr is something that we're talking about again. I kind of thought Tumblr was a thing of the past. Well, I guess it's kind of one of those things where, like, if you're growing up, if you're a child of the '80s, the '70s was something that you were looking into, and if you're mm-hmm. a child of the '90s, the '80s was something that you looked into as kind of like mm-hmm. retro. I think that this is kind of there's there's concepts online that fit that same mold. Um, for example, they're bringing back all of the real world casts from the 90s and they're doing another show, a reunion show, where they do a whole new season with them on Paramount+. Plus. It's that, it's that nostalgia, but also with Tumblr, there's something that's a little bit different. And Tumblr is not agenda driven and it's very non, I don't want to say nonconformist, but it's not, it's a place where you can just express whatever the f*** you want to express. So when people are sharing things, it's kind of like all different parts of their personality. It's not just like 
equal rights or Trump flag or, you know what I mean? It's, it's a little bit different and it's really, really prime for Zoomers because that's the type of anonymity and kind of just that space to create without pressure, social pressures that they really mm-hmm. enjoy. That's a Zoomer quality. And Zooms are, um, they're the one that everyone's trying to get. No one knows how to get them. And they founded their own Tumblr. And I think that's why advertising and that's why Manscaped is going there. Now, Manscaped, not necessarily really big with that age group, okay? Um, Manscaped is not like, I mean, it's a pube shaver. I mean, it's like, I mean, that's that's what it is. I mean, that's manscaping. So Zoomers are not necessarily in the like target audience for Manscaped, I don't think. But um, so I think that's a little off target. Mm-hmm. But I do think that any anybody that's trying to reach a, a Zoomer audience, Tumblr is a good spot for them. And I guarantee you those ads are not very expensive because they don't have a massive user base. Mm-hmm. And every time something up happens with one of the social media platforms, they do see a surge. That and Reddit. But Reddit, you I, I mean, no. You have to be very careful about doing trying to market yourself on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's dangerous ground. But welcome back, Tumblr. Now with less peen. So with less peen? <laughs> peen. <laughs> so the count the point counterpoint uh, on that one. That was very that was a that was a ruthless I mean, back and forth that we had on that one. <laughs> did we didn't really disagree, did we? I said welcome back, and you said, What? I, I'm, I I'm thought falling asleep over I'm, here. I'm bored. Yeah, I was bored. I'm still so, bored. I'm, I, I would say that my counterpoint is that I'm not bored with that one, even though it is boring, because, <laughs> because it's just, I don't know, I'm sorry, gang, I find Zoomers a snooze fest, and I think that that Tumblr's a snooze fest, so it's a, it's a match made in heaven. Go over and play, I'm not interested. Okay. Um, then we have Perfect. another another story, which is one that I actually really, really do like. And it's how to encourage um, employee-generated content. This is from PR Daily. And it's basically talking about how um, EGC, which is employee-generated content. Have you heard of EGC before yet? Yeah. Okay. Really fuels employee retention, engagement, and recruitment. So what do you think about this? I mean, I think it's really hard to get employees, even those who love the company they're working for, to do anything with social media that's work-related. Most people don't want to mix work stuff and personal stuff on social. They'd almost have to have two separate accounts. But I mean, I do because it's my company. And even then, it's sometimes a little like, should I be putting this much work stuff on my personal? Everyone just wants to see pictures of my animals and my trips, right? Like, like does anybody, or pictures of me and like, you know, doing something fun. Like, I don't think people want to know anything about my job. Mm. Most of us don't even know what our friends do in any great detail, right? It's like, oh yeah, you work for a market research company? Cool. Like, like it's not like you want to know what their market research company is doing with their expansion, you know? But think about it. In a different way. Okay. Think about if the content that was being this is shared. This the counterpoint part. This is the counterpoint. Um, <laughs> and you were listening to us live on Hype Busters on a pre-recorded uh, segment. <laughs> the, uh, live for us, archive for you folks. Enjoy. But yeah, what I feel counterpoint 
is that brands need to be more authentically attached to their story and their mission. And if that is the case, their mission can be larger than just a brand. And it can have a message that would be very easily shared by an employee that wouldn't have that brand on it. Mm-hmm. It's in the brand storyline. So um, EGC could be sharing something that's been generated from the, the, the company account that they could put their own comments on, but is not like leading back to some sort of uh, conversion funnel. It's just something that's like a great statement or a great thought or something that actually supports them. And if you're working yeah. for a company, you should believe in the mission of the company. So you should be able to support it or not the mission of the company, maybe just the values of the company, they should be aligned with yours. So if that's all right, the person that's coming up with the content that needs to be shared or coming up with ideas, they should be thinking about what the employees would share um, mm-hmm. onto maybe just a professional channel, maybe just a LinkedIn, maybe a Twitter, something that's a little bit more disposable. I wouldn't put it on mm-hmm. Instagram unless it was a story. I wouldn't say put it on Facebook unless it was a story on Facebook. I, you know what I mean? There's, there would be different ways of doing it. And also you can incentivize them um, and reward them for sharing the message. Now, I'm not saying, hey, five minutes left to sign up for that webinar. You know who would say that? The fucking sales guys. And they'd be happy to do that. But yep. my head of HR wouldn't do that. My account manager wouldn't do that. I would not necessarily do that because it just comes off as inauthentic and a little bit used car salesman-y. So when, when done right, this could be very thought-provoking. And it also could position that employee as a more intelligent, well-rounded individual. That's if true. done right. If I'm done not right. saying, oh my God, employee-generated content. I read an article about that. And, 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 and just the employee's got to share stuff. Okay, um, here's a post. Um, sign up today and get 25% off your order. I want all my employees to share that. Can you guys share that today? No, dude, they're going to fucking hate you. Like, yeah. that's not how you do it. That's not, that's not employee generated content either. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And it's, and it's different than, I think what you're saying is it's different than just encouraging the existing employees to share the existing posts, <laughs> like, which is annoying AF to everyone. Right? Totally. And I just think about it like this. If you were focusing on diversity as one of the things that you really, it was really important to your brand or to your platform. And you had an employee that was going to do something either altruistic or in a group setting where there was a lot of people and doing something positive and they took a picture of it. That's great. That's something great to share. And it's like, mm-hmm. you can do, and what you would do is maybe just do an employee highlight, but use that user, that employee generated content, the image mm-hmm. as the, re, the, you know what I mean? There's ways of doing it. I don't know. I think yeah. it's really smart. I've been talking about um, employee advocacy programs, um, which is a little bit more what I'm explaining than this. Because I think that you need the advocacy program before you get into the EGC. Mm -hmm. It's it's sticky. But at the end of the day, the one thing is like, don't think about your employees as a number. Think about them as a family member that's going to like share a success or share a win or share good news. Not just like, I'm paying you, jerk. Get it going. Because just even just incentivizing people. I'm telling you, Generation Y, Generation Z, they want values. 
to be shared that are aligned. They want to share stuff that that are yep. tied to values, not like, oh, I'll just share this. I don't care what it looks like. It if there's more to it. Yeah, it has to fit. Mm. Okay, I like it. Good. Well, then, was very, I, that was a very productive count pointer point. I'm count pointer point. I'm, I love point, point, kind of point. Um, I, um, needle point. It's one of my favorite <laughs> things. So, okay. Now that um, we're all warmed up, um, let's go to cash or trash. Cash or trash. This is where <laughs> we get a stupid idea and then someone likes it and someone doesn't. Or we say cash or trash. Yeah. There we go. So if you've listened to previous episodes, we've talked about baloney face masks. We've talked about beer clothes. We've talked about, uh-huh. um, uh, what was it? Chocolate douches. There was like a whole- That was not one. It was not one. Was, oh, oh, that was right. That was one of the LinkedIn polls I had to take down. Which one of these is not a topic <laughs> from an episode of Hype Busters? But you know what, loyal listeners, you would definitely know which one it is because you listen to everything we say. It's mm-hmm. meaningful, right? A plus. So, um, Dark I think the first one it, out of his fangs. Yeah, totally. You know what I'm saying, mate? So, <laughs> <laughs> what, like, sarcasm dripping from your fangs is Australian? Is that what you're saying? No, uh, mate could be more than like, it could oh, okay. Be I thought you were making fun of our friends in Australia. No, I sound like, like a drunk Irishman when I try to do an Australian. Um, but anyway, leave it to them. Um, let's talk about the first cash or trash involves one of your favorite beer brands. Coors Light. Yep, exactly. You want to get ready favorite. for that bikini body fatty? Coors Light is <laughs> the secret. To I food. mean, yeah, nothing says bikini body like Coors Light. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> or like hot fart. Um, so Coors Light wants to chill rooftops this summer with novel billboards. Oh, my God. They unveiled, they unveiled a new billboard campaign with signs painted on top of Miami buildings to help cool them down. They're known as chill boards, painted with a white coating that has been proven to reflect 85% of sunlight for the company. The special white paint was provided by Mule Hide and can lower the surface temperature of roofs by up to 50 degrees. Uh, this <clears throat> sucks. Yeah, it sucks. I, I already can't keep reading. No, um, it's boring. It's boring. So when you boring. have to read so many freaking stats on what I'm, why I'm interested in this, yeah I, I hope for a second you're gonna love this because you know how i always make up weird things in my head of what something means mm-hmm. i thought maybe chill boards were like misting people off the top of miami buildings from billboards and i was like that's cool oh mist uh, yeah that would be mist boards it'd be amazing um, but then i was like oh it's just like white to reflect sunlight eh, trash i thought that they were what if they were um, misting like if they were misting like coors light cans like onto the streets of hot miami Oh A my plus. god, it would smell like Norlands. I mean, it couldn't actually be Coors Light. It'd have to be water. But what if it looked like it was Coors Light just like misting you? It would look then it would look like piss. What it would it couldn't it just be water? It could be water. Like so like cold, like the cold condensation from the can. Just like shh. You know what? Get a garden hose, poke it with a needle, turn it on, put it around your roof, Coors Light mist board. Done. So much better. You're welcome, Tiny. Coors Light. Take my idea. And yeah, I personally looked at the chill boards and I thought that they were cold boards that you laid on if you got hot. Boy, was <laughs> I wrong. They were reflecting the light back into the atmosphere, burning holes in our ozone. 
thanks environment. But you know, <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Coors Light, God bless you for trying to come up with something, but, uh, and what other real estate would be the cheapest thing you could possibly find? Building tops. Yeah. I don't think drones are going to be like out trying to go, go back to the drawing board and, and use one of Chris or my ideas. Yeah, exactly. And we have a plethora of them and you can, you could DM our ideas at highbusters.edu. Um, okay. Okay. So, let's move on. Yeah, bye. Chill boards. Bye. Okay. Oh, Pin- yeah. Pinterest. Okay. This was, um, this was one of April's um, top stories that she wanted to not, cover in this episode. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, because nothing puts April to sleep like Pinterest and live streaming. So when you put them together, when <laughs> or, you get the or, no-dos of April White. <laughs> A.W. no-dos. <clears throat> yeah, I, I put this in the same boring category as a uh, uh, freaking, what's it called? I've already forgotten. I was so bored. Tumblr. Yeah, that. Um, okay, so uh, what does Pinterest have to say? Pinterest quietly launches a live streaming app for video creators. Why didn't it do it quietly? Because they're going to f*** it up. Um, so they are going to, I, okay, I personally like this a lot. And I think that this is actually kind of burying the lead. Pinterest is begging for this type of thing. Um, now, what I don't want this, what I don't want to happen is for this to be like the main thing that happens on Pinterest. Um, because then the boards, I think that if the live streaming could be incorporated into the boards and into the scroll, so there is a little bit of movement here or there. I think that that's pretty cool. And I think that could be a good upgrade for Pinterest because it's, I mean, do you use Pinterest at all? No. You don't when you're trying to come up with recipes to take pictures of to find the restaurants locally on the Google app? I mean, I have as much time for that as like the two minute window to take pictures of myself in authentic positions. Oh man, be real, April, be real. <laughs> be authentic. B, BS. Um, so, the app, like it either. the app's debut, um, you know, um, it's not broadly available to everybody right now, um, but creators are basically going to get a code to scan a barcode that you're able to gain access to the live streaming tools. Um, they pretty much look exactly like something that you would see on um, an Instagram live, uh, live stream that you've seen already. Um, it is, um, it's trying to, it's basically TikTok has changed how people are viewing things and people, uh, the platforms that have been around for a while are trying to hack into that space in some way, shape or form. Now, I don't love that, um, but at least Pinterest isn't being like, now everybody get on here, do it. They're kind of just like, hey, hey, you, 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 hey, Cheryl, here's your code, get on there. And it's like, hey, Bob, here's your code so they're like testing it and i think that's kind of smart me i would cash this and you would trash it because pinterest is too exciting i mean i don't think it's terrible i just the idea of one more freaking video thing on one more freaking social media thing but i mean i can i can i can half-heartedly Gosh, it! I don't really feel strong. I I could kind of go either way. I just like well, look at I, this. I'm I not. Put gonna, it, I could put it in recycling. I'm not going to get. Well, it all goes to the same place. But the um, I I, I don't know. I I, I kind of feel that the changes that they're making TikTok woke everybody up. So if you're not trying to copy TikTok and you're trying to learn from it, 
I think there's some there's value in that. And mm. I think that how they're approaching it is smart. Now, other ones that are just kind of like Instagram's like, let's change it. Let's just change everything. Okay, let's just change it. No, roll it back, roll it back. Like they're just, it's like so ridiculous. It's like getting like, like, I don't know, like strategic advice from Grover. So like I I I think it's kind of like, you know, near far. <laughs> And to learn more about Grover, oh, turn on your public broadcasting system or HBO, who now owns it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, I think this is great. Um, I'm cashing it. You're you're trashing it. And yeah, but sorry. Well, don't worry. It's made me hungry. And you know what I like? Finger licking good flowers. Oh, that was such a smooth transition. I know. I'm all about smooth. I am fully manscaped. Now on Tumblr. Oh my God. So KFC is preparing chicken bouquets alongside with finger licking good creative. So they teamed up with Pro Flowers to introduce the Kentucky Fried Bouquet. So it's like bucket, but bouquet. And it's a DIY floral arrangement that includes both flowers and fried chicken. That is super weird. So basically, mm. you if you pre-order a KFC side lover's meal via the mobile app or website, you get a promo code for a free kit from Pro Flowers that includes 12 roses, a glass vase, a KFC vase, Applique? Applique? <laughs> oh my God, you do not use Pinterest. It's applique. Applique? What is that for? Like to the put... sticker. It's the sticker that's on the vase. Oh my God. Okay, and I'm too. I'm much too masculine for this. Apparently, eight skewers and a Mother's Day card. And then this is like for Mother's Day, but also not necessarily just for that. But debuted in time for Mother's Day. Then you can assemble the bouquet. That includes the roses and chicken at home. Now, I give this an A plus for creativity. I don't even know if there's a letter grade for the application of it. Like, is there any universe in which you'd actually give somebody a bouquet of chicken and roses? I think I would give it to somebody that I was making fun of. You give it as a joke, like Dick in a Box. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but Dick in a Box has at least at least a little bit of a payoff. Like this is like, I mean, I don't like mixing things that you can't. I'm like a big, I'm a big, big believer. Don't put something on my plate if I can't eat it. Like even if it's a garnish, everything on your plate should be edible. So I don't like mixing like. You don't want like a parsley sprig on top of your. And that's fine because you can eat it. But don't put like some like weird that i have to take off like no don't try to kill me with the garnish um (laughs) everything should be able it should be usable don't put a orange slice next to my fried fish because i don't know what the you're trying to tell me here like you know i mean you're out of lemons but you know anyway but i digress this is this is gross and do you think the flowers would die if it's if they're like have chicken rubbing up against them or do you think the chicken turns into flowers and like they cross pollinate I have no idea unless, I mean, maybe in some alien planet far, far away, if you ship them a bouquet of flowers and chicken, maybe they can do something with it. But otherwise a normal person, I don't, I don't know what they do with that. 
Well, I think they just use the applique. <laughs> it's beautiful, actually. And I love that it's it's the Mother's Day card because it's very timely. It's like going to the dollar store and getting Christmas. Can you imagine? It's, it's like giving your mom the middle finger. Like, what, what mom wants that? <laughs> Like, yeah, mom's dying for ticket a box and you're giving her this. <laughs> I mean, I think most men, most women would prefer a dick in a box, like chocolate peanuts. That would much better. <laughs> These are hot takes, folks. They get us, <laughs> they, they, people pull quotes for us all the time and use them in articles. Um, <laughs> nine out of 10 women, April White says, prefer dick in a box for the. Uh, a bucket. Oh, oh, yeah, a bucket. Over a bucket. Over a bucket. Yeah, I. This is one of those ones where it's kind of like, I don't. I, it's stupid. I don't. I just like. <laughs> here's what I would do. Here, here's here's a dear dear KFC. Don't go ahead and partner with that flowers. Let them do the vase. Let them do the pretties. The the pretty epoxy, and the card and whatever <laughs> and the sticks. And then just make it all chicken. Or like make the chicken into shapes, like an edible arrangement or something. Yeah, like a free, maybe you just get free flowers for the promotion. Maybe. Get like a dozen roses and a bucket of chicken, like separately. Oh my God. That's, I don't don't, don't know. And then you put the bucket in the, oh no, I don't know. It's, it's very, it's a very troubling story. I bet two people actually did it. So we can move on. Um, yeah. It's, so I think it's just a stunt. I don't I'm, tra- I'm trashing it. It's a stunt. Huh? Trash. Let's get into IHOP doing an international bank of pancakes. The sunny influencer push. Oh my God. Nothing really beats IHOP promoting the rollout of its first loyalty program with a campaign featuring influencers known for bringing a sense of joy to their professions. So when I think of professionals that bring joy, uh-huh. the first person I think is Nisi Nash, Emmett Smith, and Caitlin Oshashi. What? So let's get basically celebrities. So don't we think that's not what they're saying. I mean, when I think of joy, Emmett Smith isn't my first go-to. Um, so what they're doing is they're getting like famous people um, and helping the word, and they're helping the brand spread the word of the International Bank of Pancakes. The program doles out pan coins. Okay, all of this stuff is good. I like the I like the International Bank of Pancakes. I like the pan coins. Um, and what they're doing is they're inspiring the the rewards are the rewards are inspired by cryptocurrency, but they're not crypto. It's it's mm-hmm. just the same deal. So uh, anyway, the celebrities are giving them out and all that fun stuff. Wait, so, but, but what's yeah. the bank? What's the bank part? Help help us understand that the pan coins and the wire. Anyway, keep going. What is, what is happening? <laughs> you thinking like they're opening up like like an Amstad or a TD Bank or something? Well, no, no. it's like it's <laughs> funny because it's like the international bank is also kind of got like a bad reputation. So why would you lean True. on that, right? Like, oh yeah, let's pick the the Fed. You know, like let's do the Fed of pancakes. Like, what are you doing? Like, who would do that? Well, I think that what they're trying to do is they're trying to basically keep it. I B O P I H O P like 
iBop, iHop. I think that there's a future in that in terms of like a, a, like a slogan or something cute. Mm-hmm. Basically, the IBOP is the holding house for all of your rewards. Your rewards are called pan coins. Then you basically get so many of them at punches on your card, which is probably like it's the equivalent of that. And then you get um, one of those absolutely revolting pancake dishes that they have at IHOP, which is like, have you ever eaten there? Maybe once when I was not sober, but I honestly don't know for sure. Okay. So uh, you, you have to be drunk to be there. So like the um so it's required. You, they they take the breathalyzer at the door. It's, it's required. Make and, sure you got to be over a certain amount before they let you. And anyone that's gone there drunk, just like a, a a real big hint, don't put your arms on the table because if you get lazy, you'll take the skin right off from all of the maple syrup that's adhering your skin directly, <laughs> and it's leaching out all the alcohol at the same time, which causes an adhesive that you can you can't even buy at Home Depot. So just letting you know, but. It's like I went one time with some people, like family members or friends or something. I can't remember because it was just an awful God. experience. I opened up the menu and everything sounded like like Dairy Queen. And I was like, okay, this is gross. So I had like an egg and toast. Like it was like I tried to get like the one thing that they had at the time. And everyone had like these pancakes with like a whole can of whipped cream, like sauce, chocolate sauce, nuts. Like it like it looked like um a banana split like everyone's pancakes look like banana splits and they're like no. oh, look at these chocolate pancakes and it was like chocolate chip pancakes with nutella between them Ew. and like whipped cream and like just the, like teeth hurting your teeth so on, on obviously they're not going for people with diabetes with this because this is like i mean the uh, the, the pan coins is not uh, beware um uh you know but i guess for every dollar you spend or something what is it Nisi's not telling me anything. She's just going, oh, spending five, um, uh, $5. It's monetary. So you can go in and get a $100 check. And then every $5 you get, you would get a pan coin. And then after so much, you can redeem them for bids. I don't know. I know. I think that, um, I think that they should have dropped the people that are uh, known for bringing joy in their professions and just said, we got these celebrities that like pancakes and went that way maybe um but it's, a, you know, it's, like, ve- it's very convoluted i feel like it's way too, you have to it's too long of a walk to get there it's too long of a walk and obviously <laughs> if you were like really investing in the pan coin situation long walks not one thing you like to do so um <laughs> this thinking not judging just an observation with that said trash we have one yeah we're trashing that big stuff so with that said, we're going to we're going to go into a very extra special story. Oh, forgot we have a bonus. We have a bonus, and I'm going to do a screen share for April so everyone gets to see this wonderful thing because you have to see the product. You have to see the product. Mike Tyson is poised to grow Mike Spikes cannabis brand that recalls ear biting incident. Oh my God! Are you ready? Do you want barely? To I'm already worried. Oh, oh no. Oh there. no. Where are they? Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yuck. Is there a bigger picture than that set? So these are oh, Mike's bites. Oh my God. And they're the little gummies that are shaped like an ear. Oh my God. And they have a bite taken out of them already. Oh my God. I can't. So uh I think I'm a little nauseous. <laughs> it's terrible. 
Mike Tyson has filed a trademark application for um, Mike, Mike Bites. And the filing indicates that Mike Tyson intends to sell Mike Bites branded pillows, clothing, toys, rolling papers, and more. Okay. So Mike Bites. So Mike Tyson is going to be a pillow biter. Rolling papers, vape pens, sure, because it's like cannabis edibles, but toys. It's probably Mike taking a bite out of someone or something. But pillows? Yeah. The keychains? Clothing. And clothing. Well, clothing, you know what that's gonna be like t shirts and stuff. And, and like I mean, just to add to the hilarious hilarity of it, like look how stoned he looks in that picture. Oh yeah. Like high as a effing kite. Like he's like going to the moon, that guy. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like, going to the moon, that guy. <laughs> Thanks, Jackie Mason, for that aside. Holy <laughs> sh hey. <laughs> Okay, he's got some crust that one. Yeah. I mean, look at that picture. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to catch this because I think it's absolutely hilarious. Um, and would I try Mike's bites? Um, uh, I, I don't like gummy things, but definitely would buy it and give it to somebody. Maybe a co-host. <laughs> oh my god! You know, I would never eat that. <laughs> I would definitely give it to Tiffany though. Um, there you go. Honestly, I still feel nauseous just thinking about eating someone's ear bitten ear. Well, you know what? Some people get <laughs> sick off of ears. Some people get sick off of chicken and roses. But you know, everyone, everyone has their day. I'm, I'm, I'm cashing and you're trashing. I'm guessing. I'm trashing. I can't handle it. She, she can't handle it, folks. It's a good idea. I just still want to throw up. Yeah, and also after all those pancakes you consumed. I mean, I did actually make blueberry and banana pancakes this weekend. Oh, my God. I'm smelling a pan coin coming your way. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can put it in the International Bank of, like, falseness and uh, oh my God. and use it on, like, a an optional upgrade for more whipped oh cream on your boy. coffee or something. Anyway. Oh, boy. All right. So, folks, what did we learn today? Not a lot. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, we uh, we we covered we busted some hypes. Uh, there was a hype busted here and there. Um, we didn't really want to overload we, you. With we learned that. about Florida prepping and overlanding. Overlanding. See, see, this is the stuff that you guys wanted. You wanted those personal stories. You want to see what April's doing on the day to day. You know what I mean? You want to see. You want to get a glimpse into my gardening loved life. You know. And then we end up. You know what? You got Mike Tyson pillows coming your way. You know what? So um, we're giving away. Uh, we're not. We have no giveaways. But if you want to advertise on High Busters, please call April and <laughs> we will record your voice. And then oh. put it together and post because this is recorded. Oh, God. So, uh, April, um, thanks. Uh, thanks for being a wonderful uh, co-host and for joining me along with the audience and everyone. So disingenuous. It's Thanks, everybody, for listening. So also disingenuous. Hey. Try again. I have not, April, hold on. I have not. Be real. A notification for be my two-minute video. So hold your horses, because that's when I'm going to be authentic. Right now, full bullshit. As soon as I get that notification, real. Sparkle. I'm going to get my hoodie on. I'm going to get real. Oh, my God.
And you know it's real because I'm wearing a very masculine sweatshirt. Snoopy, 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 Snoopy. <laughs> yeah. So if you do not have um, uh, our exclusive OnlyFans or Patreon access, um, this is when you would be able to see me showing my Snoopy sweatshirt. It's and exclusive. Naked. Exclusive. <laughs> so uh, thanks everybody for joining us. Shirtless. Uh, shirtless. Yeah. Ready. Um, Thanks, everybody, for joining us for another uh, Barnstorming episode of Pipe Busters. If you have any questions about the news, companies, any conversations from the show, let us know. You can find our contact details in the show notes below. Our DMs are always open for nudes, news, companies, and suggestions you want to... Um, just just news, about. not nudes. Not nudes. 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 News. <laughs> news. And whatever you want to hear about next. And if you're looking for a chance to put your brand in the hot seat, we do want to hear from you. We will see you next time for more real talk on strategic communications with Chris and April. Yeah, we're hype busters. Bye, people. See you Bye. later. Bye. Bye.